hey it's rachel it's alexis and welcome back to the flourishing faith yay we are starting a series oh tell her tell us about it rachel culture culture it's about culture different kinds of cultures but today like worldly culture yeah cultures today we're going to talk about the christian culture like in as print Christian quotations. Christian culture. Because we've created, I mean, Christians have been around for a little while now. A real long time. So there's become a culture to this culture to like all these things. Very like, by the book, kind of like, strict kind of thing. But also depending on your denomination, like your denomination has a little culture. Like, Mm -hmm. the Lutherans have a culture. Uh, We love you, Sandy. Um, we, like, the Church of God people have culture, mm-hmm. the non-denominational people have a culture. Apostolics. Yeah, all people have a culture. And something that we want to talk about is how we can break that culture and just be the body. Just be one. Be one. Let's not be divided. It's, we're one. We're one. We're, we're not just not. one, um, religion. We're not just one, um, you know, what I'm trying to say denomination Mm -hmm. we are one body of christ yes and that's something that should be important rather than the other stuff yes so should i read this yeah let's read a little bit so we were we're really kind of drawn to first corinthians 12 so we were wanting to kind of talk about verse 12 12 verse 12 and i can stop where you stop if you want me to because it's a lot so where do you want to start verse 12 and just go to 13? Um, you can for now, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm in 12. I mean, I'm in chapter 13. <laughs> 12. Totally wrong one. <laughs> so, okay, starting at 12. Starting at 12. Where did you say for me to stop? Whenever you want. Okay. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body, being many, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. Period. Period. That's one. That kind of proves our point about one. Okay. Continue, Rachel. Okay. For, in fact, the body is not one member, but many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body, it is, there, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? Mm-hmm. If the whole body were an eye, that'd be funny, where would be the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable, and on those parts of the body that we think are less honorable, we bestow the greater honor, and our unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, which our more presentable parts do not require. But God has so composed the body, giving greater honor to the part that lacked it, that there may be no division in the body, but the members of they may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. Now you are the body of Christ, and individually members of it. And God has appointed the church 
first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helping, administration, administrating, and various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all possess gifts of healing? Do all speak with <laughs> tongues? Do all interpret? But earnestly desire, but earnestly desire the higher gifts, and I will show you still a more excellent way. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that we were reading all of that. I would have like no, it's not like I don't mind reading. I don't mind reading. So basically, like over and over and over, we're one. We are one body, body with many parts. So like Rachel, what would you describe like our Christian culture? nowadays like compared to like whenever we were younger like to now the more modernized christian culture with like even like gen z and like the kind of like our age group kind of thing i will say this is just my opinion yeah i'll say maybe 75 percent of it no let me start it this way the rest will be 25 right (laughs) I have no idea. Let's Maybe. just go with that then. I would say 25 is straight on fire, you know, goes by the book uh-huh. and follows, you know, Ten Commandments, does their best, repents, walks in the will of the Lord. And I would say the rest of the 75% is watered down and toxic. And a little lukewarm. And a little lukewarm. And in my opinion, if you think differently, that's fine. But from what I can tell and what I can see and just the different sides of people's hearts that I can already you know, read from just through social media. Yeah. A lot of the culture now is toxic, lukewarm, and watered down. I think a lot of it is because of how long Christianity has been around. Like, it has been around for 2,000 years, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, even in the old, like, movies, like, they all go to church. They all do their things. It's like a routine for people, especially in America. It's like a routine. You just go to church. Mm-hmm. No matter what denomination or whatever kind of church you go to, you just go to church. That's just what you do. Yep. But, like, the fact, it's, like, not personal to people. That's what makes it. That's why, that's why God aspires for us to have a personal relationship with Him so that we can understand why we believe what we believe and who we believe in. And this is, this is the Lord God we believe in. It's so much more than getting up and going to church on a Sunday just to say you got up and went to church with your family on a Sunday. For sure. It's so much more than that. I feel like whenever you realize that, you will grow way closer to God. Mm-hmm. Like, you will understand. Like, I more. had to realize that. I did Because I, I would go to church with my parents and say, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. I went to church today. I go to church every Sunday. But then I turn around Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Totally different person. Yeah. So, it's, it's way more than just that phrase. Definitely. I went to church. It's just too normalized. Too normalized. And also, we were talking about before the podcast, we were talking about how the spiritual gifts that we were talking about in the Bible, literally a couple verses before we were, what we were just read, mm-hmm. is not active in the church right now. And I think the culture of the church, the American church specifically, is so watered down. Mm-hmm. Not even just like the people, the church. The people that are the church. Mm-hmm are so watered down. They water down the word of God. Yeah. They make, they water down this into what they believe it should be whenever the word is said what it said. Mm-hmm. Like, we have just, like, contradict this word. It's because that we should be crying and repenting right now. So many people have their own agendas and they want to try and change it 
For sure. The Bible is the Bible. You cannot change it. You, you know, you cannot take anything out of it. You yeah. can't add anything to it. This is truth, and that's it, period. <sighs> that gets me fired up. It should. Who do you think you are <laughs> trying to take stuff out of the Bible? Who do you think you are trying to add stuff? You're not smart. We're stupid. We're literally sheep. That's why we need Jesus, our shepherd, to lead us. The Bible says we are dumb as sheep. And without a shepherd, we're doomed. <laughs> we're we're going to jump off that cliff. We're doomed. <sighs> like a Billy Goat on the cliff. <laughs> no, but I'm for real. Like, the Bible says itself it is the infallible word of god yes we are to take nothing out of it not no. add anything i think another thing is that we just need to stand in truth like it says like our spiritual workers here we need to be guarded with truth yes we need to know the truth for ourselves and i think that that is something that if you personally would do that for yourself as you being the body of christ and then spreading that out to the churches around you and helping lead people to do that the same Churches will be way different. Oh, yeah. Way different. Oh, yeah. And the spiritual mm-hmm. gifts that will be um, will be used because of that, because we're surrendered to God. I think a lot a lot of the church culture is lack of surrender. Yeah. It's such a lack of surrender. Like, yeah. we don't we don't trust God enough that we can that we can actually like let the Holy Spirit lead a service. Mm-hmm. I think it's because also that is the church is the reason because of that, though. For real, we take we put our own agenda in church. We we put our own carnality into churches, and that's not okay. No, because like I think every person, even if you're not even serving on Sunday, you should come into there and have a little heart check before you walk into that door. Yes, or even during worship and prayer time, be like, Lord, this is not about me. Mm-mm. This is to glorify you. Church is okay. Let me tell you, let me tell you right now. Church is not about you. No, it's really not. Church is not about you. Church if, is about glorifying God. If that's the only reason you go, you just ought to not go. No. Don't even go. Church is not about you. It's <clears throat> about glorifying God and being um, used by God and helping encourage other people mm-hmm. in the word. When you go and you put yourself, you act like you're on a pedestal. You're hindering other people's moments and encounters. For with sure, God. you're hindering people from under from seeing God in a way because all they because you want to be seen. Mm-hmm. God can't be seen if you try to put yourself in place, under in that place magnifying glass, or even put your put yourself in the place of God. I feel like we yeah. our church the church culture needs culture. to be humbleized. We I feel like. Nobody goes by the Bible anymore. They just hold it as an accessory. It's just like, oh, I'll carry it with me. I'll open it up on Sunday mornings. But it literally, your Bible's blank like this. Oh. And that's not to say you don't have, you have to have notes. But it just shows yourself approved. Study yourself. Literally, Rachel. Show yourself approved. Show yourself. With Rachel, all her st- all her things on there. Because it shows the the very essence of who you are mm-hmm. should tell somebody whether you're a believer or not. For sure. And your fruit also in your life, through your words, your actions, your body language, your friendships, your relationships, how everything is going around you mm-hmm. will tell you how you're living your life, if it's right or if it's wrong. Yeah, I definitely think that we need to be cautious about how we let the church culture influence us. Mm-hmm. Because the church is just people. For they're, sure. They're still sinful people. Still go by their flesh. We still are carnal sometimes. But God is God. Mm-hmm. He's forever 
unchanging. He is the same today, yesterday, and forever. For sure. Every day after. We don't need to rely on people in the church to get us through a week. Or just our Sunday. We shouldn't or, rely on our pastor to get to be that that to be our Bible time. Our pastor is a really good resource. But your pastor is just a man. Your pastor's he not your still, savior. He still makes mistakes. He's not perfect. He's not he cannot save you or forgive you from your sin. Very that's what Jesus died for. And that's that on that. That's on that. That's on that. That's on that. I'm just being for real. That's on that, 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 that. So we want to talk about culture. Is there anything else you want to bring up with the Christian culture? Uh, yeah. Um, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> I don't know if I should say this or not because I don't know our audience. If there's like a lot of older people in the audience that listens to us, but. <laughs> <laughs> say it, girl. If the Holy Spirit leads, say it. I. I feel like that generation of traditional church goers has put a real dent in our generation's foundation of being Christian. That's very true. And That's really real. A lo- there's a lot of good church mothers out there. There's a lot of good, you know, like mm-hmm. and bless them. people that have truly, because my grandparents, they were amazing. They were really impactful for me, even when I was little and I didn't understand. Yeah. I'd always go to church with them, and I would see them worship, and it, like, I still remember it, and I still think about it today, but a lot of them are just, like, trauma inducers. They're just condemning rather than, um, it's, real, it's, word? it's unrighteously judging. Yes. I think another thing in the Bible that just popped in my head is judge lest you not be judged. Mm-hmm. And I think even us nowadays, like me and you, like in our generation, there are a lot of people that profess to be Jesus. I don't profess to be Jesus. Profess to know Jesus. Well, that too. People are talking about how they're like the prophet. I don't mind growing up. Like, you're not the Messiah? No. Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> so, but they profess to know Jesus, but then their actions don't prove it. So if you say you are that person... Be like, yeah, I have, I know Jesus, but like, I don't know Jesus. That's personal. Yeah. Make twenty twenty three different. Make this your Make year. Make this your year. Get to know the one that created you. Yes, it's so. It is so amazing. And change the culture, even in your church, in your youth group, in your even your women's group that you're in. If you're older, um, change the culture of that. You can be the start of that. Yes, it can start with you. If that's something that's agitating you, you can be the one to start. If not it. anyone who, right? That's you. why. That's why I like I post my stuff all the time. I'm like, y'all, get together. Get together. I forget that this microphone's right here, and I probably <laughs> just like made everybody deaf. But for real, like, be the start. Yeah. Start small and then start make something it this new. Huge project because it's so awesome. Because people need you whether you know it or not they need you to be the body of christ and like it says in here we are one body so if somebody's sad or somebody's like this we need to be like that too we need to be compassionate like jesus was yes, to the people around so nice. us the people of the church like we need to be compassionate we also need to be um joyful when everybody else is joyful but also something that really pointed out to me whenever in that verse was whenever people are lifted up or like people are praised we need to be excited for them too yeah, like, because yay. some people is 
it's so sad when this church with some people whenever somebody gets like a reward or mm-hmm. award for something position they are so bitter <laughs> envious and bitter and jealous and that's just not how we need to be it's really not y'all like, like is we could be someone bigger than that we yeah. could be so celebrate your brothers and sisters celebrate them because like come on yeah. I want to see you succeed. I want to see you succeed. Yeah, I want to see if you get, like, a promotion or say you got, like, a thousand followers on Instagram, go freaking you. Period. Like, that is so exciting. For real. Like, say, like, one of our friends from church, like, they get famous. Like, really famous. Like, famous? And do, and go do music and go do yeah. things. Like, I I'm going to be like my so heart is going to burst joyful for them because out of joy you don't want to because you're one body so would you want somebody to be like that to you if you were to have that just like the golden rule do one to others I thought you said the golden girls <laughs> the golden girls Joey, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I I sometimes I forget Betty White died oh my gosh and it makes me really sad well anywho <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> Just like the golden rule, do unto others as you would like them to do yeah, to you. Yeah, start celebrating people around you for doing something small. And, and also then, just start to ex- experiment. No, start to kind of see what your spiritual gifts are in the Bible. Yeah. And start to just ask God, hey, where can I be used at my church? Like, where can I be used to do these things? Because the church culture can start with you and can change with you. Yes, it can. We love you. We love you so much. This was really good. I like this podcast. I enjoyed so it. So we have another episode on the culture <laughs> series next week. Um, yes. Talking about worldly culture and all that kind of stuff. Yes. I'm so excited. We love you. We love you. Bye.